Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we are finishing up our conversation with Taylor Elise Morrison. This part was fun to to record. We just dig into all the things that bring Taylor joy. And she's like me. We have a lot of overlap in the things that we like to do. So enjoy this conversation as Taylor rounds out the week with us and talks about how she centers joy in her life. For a long time, I've been a rider to run it And I took the blame, but I'm okay. Uh, this has flown by this conversation and has been such a great one, Taylor. I'm so glad you're on today. And I want to talk to you last but not least. We always close with joy outside of work, outside of the workplace in your life. I maintain that the one thing about black women is they are always going to succeed. I don't care what it is, especially it's like if you got black women got a hustle that has a hustle and a full time job and all of them are, are good. Uh, black women are redefining name and industry like we are actually statistically the most educated and entrepreneurial demographic. Right. So we know how to get a bag. Right. We know how to get money. But so many of us and I think women in general, to be fair, struggle with this piece of joy outside of work, but particularly for black women. Typically life is all together in every area, but outside of work, like cultivating a life that's well-lived. And so you seem to have some good insights and you seem to look like you're a joyful person. So I wanted to close out with asking you, how are you centering joy in everything else non-work-related? Yeah, this is something that has honestly been a process for me, continues to be a process because the blessing and the curse of loving what you do is sometimes you do it too much. And so I've had to be like, okay, that's great that I love it, but I also wanna be able to answer the question, like, what do you do for fun? So I have always loved reading and that's something that I'm leaning into more. And even like when I would read, it would still be, kind of work-related, but not work-related, because I might be reading a book that's interesting, but then I'm like, and then I can incorporate it into this thing that I'm doing. And it's like, okay, that's still work. So I've just been enjoying reading like murder mysteries, romance novels, like just things that are light and fluffy and fun that have nothing to do with work. Um, Another thing that I've been really enjoying is leaning into things that take time And so now one of my new hobbies is paper making. You can like make paper out of other pieces of paper. So I'm doing a whole project right now where I'm like writing the story of how something happened and I'll catalog that and document it. But then I am going to turn those pieces of paper into these new sheets of paper and then paint on top of them. So it's like, it's going to take several steps to do it, but it's really fun to like process something and then turn it into something new and beautiful. And I love the metaphor of that too, because the thing that I'm writing about, like there's highs and lows in it. And it's nice to be like, okay, here's what it taught me. And now I'm transforming it into something that's just beautiful. I love that. I I love the, the part where you said, choose something that takes time. That's also unique. It's true. It, It does make sense. Well, I'll ask you to describe it before I answer for you. Why did you pick something that purposely takes time? Like, what was the rationale behind that? It's just good for me to, I get 
I really enjoy. So last year I started realizing, oh, I actually enjoy painting. And at the beginning, when I said I'm someone who's like accessing my creativity, it's also very healing for me because I have always written, but it took me forever to call myself a writer. I used to play instruments growing up all the way through I graduated in high school. But I had I did a lot of creative things, even dance. I did ballet. I did dance team where it was like very easy to know you're pointing your toe or you're not pointing your toe. And I would almost avoid certain types of creativity that were more abstract because I'm like, how am I winning at this? How do I know if it's good or not? And so it's been really good for me to do painting and I do abstract painting. So like it means something to me to be in the process, but you might look at it and be like, ooh, not my thing. And it's actually really good for me to practice. Well, this was my perspective. I was rooted in the process and like, this works for me and that's good enough. So I think I chose something that stretches me in that way, like hits against some of my perfectionist edges. I also have realized like, from an ADHD perspective, sometimes like sitting next to me on the floor, I decided I was going to build new closet doors that that ended up being way too big of a project that these pieces of wood have been sitting here for a long time. Whereas making paper is something that like, it can take a long time to do, but all of my supplies cost me like $30 and they can fit in a small compact place. So it's funny because even as I'm talking about this, it's like, well, I made some really practical considerations as I was doing this, but also just the first time I tried it, I was like, oh, this is so good for me to be doing this. And I was just like caught up in only this thing. It was meditative and I need more things like that in my life. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bgb rules and restrictions may apply our lives are filled with compromise but one area a black woman should never compromise on is her health if you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable listen to you and prioritize your health check out zocdoc you can search by location availability and insurance 
So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-G-B. ZocDoc dot com slash B-G-B. Yeah, and I think practicality needs to be in the mix, right? Like, to, to, because it keeps you invested, like you're going to keep doing it, right? And so a little bit of practicality and like you, keeping it contained, right? Time, investing time, but containable, right? Where it's like, yeah, you can put the paper products away and it's not, you can put all of it away, $30, and you can put it in your closet or in a corner and it doesn't impact your life in any way versus like some huge home improvement project that will make you sad real quick if it's not all the way done. So I think that makes sense. I, I love that you added it's meditative. I, I think we don't talk enough about the fact that self-care for yourself should be quick too. Like it should be, it could be, you know, taking a sip of water. It could be putting some lotion on that's your favorite scent. But also there is a benefit to picking up hobbies or activities that require you to fully disconnect and be present. And these kinds of things people talk about, whether they're like crafting, quilting, painting, dancing, singing, these things that take time and have you in the moment. Like you have to be in the moment in order to be somewhat successful, but yet it's not stressful in the moment. It's just like, I'm thinking about this process. I think that does create joy. And I not really connected it. It makes perfect sense to me. But it's like now that we're having this conversation, it's like, yeah, that makes sense to me why that would be a part of your process and why you would do that. And it also makes sense to me, too, that there's a lot of resistance, I think, too, in for high achievers and perfectionists to embrace creativity and to create embrace calling themselves a creative because many times we've been challenged culturally to be like, be practical, get a job, get a bag, get these things. And so creativity comes later. It's like what you do when we retire or after the fact. So I really love the way that you are centering creativity in your life. I think that's wonderful. And also the way you're centering, uh, you talked about beauty, a little bit, a piece of that. And so what what is the decision that you make that keeps you going back to these things that keeps you for our audience who may be like, that's great, but you know, I'm fighting with guilt or time management. What keeps you going back and prioritizing that? Yeah, I think part of it is not putting a ton of pressure on myself that like there isn't a timeline for, I need to have 10 sheets of paper made by this time. And allowing the fact that it it takes time, not just like the physical time to make the paper, but like, this is something that I'm making over months and it's going to be really beautiful at each point of the stage. So for some people, like take the pressure off there, you're not getting a performance review for this, but 
I would say if you're feeling guilty, something I return back to is like, I want to make an impact in the work that I do. And I want to be able to continue making that impact for a long time. Or maybe if you don't care about your work, you're just doing it because that's how you make money. There's someone in your life that you're pouring into that you'd like to continue pouring into. And you cannot do that if you are not sustaining yourself. So you have to take some time to do something that fills you up. Otherwise, you're going to be depleted. And then not only does that mean that you have to heal from your own burnout, it also means that in that instance, you're not going to have the capacity to show up for the other things that energize you in the way that you want to. So like, that's what I always go back to is like me pushing up against my limits repeatedly might get me a little bit ahead now, but in the long term, it's actually taking away from the impact that I want to have and from for taking away from the person that I want to be able to be for the people in my life. Yes. Beautifully said, Taylor. I'm going to leave you with the last word and I'm going to ask you one last final question. That's a fun one. Uh, I don't know about everybody else in the audience. I'm being selfish here. I'm a giant bookworm, so I love a good recommendation. What is the last book that you read that you're excited about? Um, I read Ninth House by Lee Bardugo, which is like kind of like a dark Harry Potter, dark academia. And it's got like magic. It's set at Yale. It's not something I would have read naturally. But again, it was one of those moments that I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I should just read something totally outside of it. I really enjoyed it. I'm like three quarters away through the second one. I was like a kid. I was staying up too late, like past my bedtime, couldn't put the book down. So yeah, that's what I've been reading lately. Awesome. All right. You've heard it first. She's the person who did Shadow and Bone, correct? Yes. Got it. Makes sense. All right. So how can we connect you? That's the last question. How can we connect with you? Yeah. The best way to connect is to go to innerworkout.co and there's buttons to take our free take care assessment, get the book. And then I also recommend signing up for self-care Sundays um, that comes out every Sunday. All right. You heard it. Go run to click over to Taylor's site and get all of those goodies and grab her book. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Taylor. It's been wonderful having you. Thank you for having me, Kelly. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everything is up in flames, I said, oh, that I
your clothes.